Welcome to the Wavelength Podcast. Celebrating Waverley College, its students, past and present. Hello, it's uh, Michael Yeager here in the studio with Craig Bush Markham. G'day, Bush. G'day, Yags, and uh, what a weekend to be away early, and we had some uh, great results over the weekend. I must say, our first played in particularly well down there at uh, Queen's Park number one. And uh, our other teams went just as well. The the sun was out, 67-12 in, in a trial, admittedly, but uh, looking forward to the return fixture out at Riverview uh, later in the year, which will be uh, a, a genuine fixture, but a great game. It was a good game. Look, we don't want to count our chickens too much, and we've got to identify that Riverview did play a tournament over at Scots College in the, uh, in the nines. Uh, and I've got to say to you that they uh, had a back line that was probably missing. But, mate, big effort from Riverview and hats off to them. But Waverley College really turned it on for their first game of the year. Bush, it's going to be another great year. Of course, joint premiers last year, and I think this season will be building on that, so I'd encourage everyone to get down to Queen's Park for any home game fixture. Well, I'll tell you who was down at Queen's Park for our home game fixture. One of our guests today, in fact. Scotty Cam was down there, and he was waxing all things lyrical about his time as a Waverlian. By the end of it, I just wanted to get my face painted blue and yellow. And I can tell, I was heading out to Parramatta, I thought it might have been dangerous. But uh, we're going to get Scotty on the show to talk about his time at Waverley College, talk about uh, you know his great memories. Uh, Scotty's a, a first fifteen, uh, a dual first fifteen uh, a player from uh, class of uh, class of nineteen eighty. He was there in seventy nine and eighty in the firsts. His brother was in there in seventy four, seventy five. Really looking forward to talking to him. And we've got Rebecca Curran, of course, on our show today, talking to us about the events at Waverley College. And she's the Fundraising Development Manager, and we're looking forward to that. And we'll also be chatting with uh, Dr. Daniel Carianis, who was the uh, school college captain in 2003, which was the centenary year. So looking forward to having a chat to him yeah, about just, uh, his time at the college. Just proves a bit of diversity at the college, doesn't it? You don't just need uh, brawn. A bit of brains goes a long way, too. I'm sure he'll be fixing a few knees of the future. Yes, uh, I, I think he's in the neuro field, so that might come in handy uh, as well. So A few of us need work on our heads. That'll be good. You're on the Wavelength Podcast with Craig Markham and Michael Yeager. And after this, our interview with Scotty Cam. Radio Hub is Australia's premier podcasting facility. With high-quality sound equipment and production services, Radio Hub is a one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. So, if you're ready to jump into the exciting realm of podcasting, contact Radio Hub on 0402 870 900 or email info at au. Of course, welcome back to the Wavelength Podcast and Yags. We're never short of characters at the school. Well, let me tell you, one of the great characters at Waverley College and one of the great characters in Australia at the moment is none other than Scotty Cam. Now, Scotty is a Waverlyan from class of 1980. He had the pleasure of playing first 15 in 1979 and 80. His brother played, brother Brad played in 74, 75. His son, Charlie, played in 2014. His son, Billy, played on the weekend in that drubbing of St. Ignatius Riverview. It can only be called that, and I say it with the greatest respect. Uh, 67 nil Yags or something like that? Uh, 67 12. Thank you. And uh, Scotty is now on the line to talk about his experiences at the college. Yeah. What a great way Verlin is. There's no better band on the sideline. In fact, there's folklore about what happens when they have a big win. I cannot wait for this year because my son's in there as well. He also got on on the weekend to uh, company Billy. So we're back at the Cam's house. Scotty, you're with us. Uh, g'day, guys. How are you? Yes, Waverley College, one of the great institutions on this planet, I believe. Mate, great <laughs> the culture. College of knowledge. Nothing like a custard pie on a Saturday afternoon, is there? Look, the custard pie, I was talking through Bill and the boys uh, that, you know, that your black got on as well. And, and you know, 
a custard pie in your first run on in the first is just the greatest thing you can ever do. And I had a tear in my eye when I saw the boys do a custard pie. And it took me back. Uh, of course, we used to do it uh, underneath the scoreboard on the concrete where the, we all had steel studs and the concrete, the studs on the concrete under the scoreboard would make it a, a good racket. Yep. And, uh, but, of course, there's seating there now, so the boys do it out in the middle, which is just as good. But, uh, gee, that custard pie was fantastic. And I had the privilege uh, uh, to, to eat one of Midge's custard pies back in the day. Wow. Midge, I'm a new Midge and Tom very well. Unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, back in 74, 75 and 80, they were there too. But uh, when my brother was in the first week, she used to serve up the custard pies. <laughs> Scotty, no doubt it would have been a, a little bit slower in your day. They've, they've sped it up over the years when they do the pie. Uh, they have, yes. Yeah, so I, look, I think uh, but that, that's all right. It's, a, it's the modern version. But, we, yeah, we did the, the, the whispering one uh, around in the circle and then the, the middle one and then the, the loud jumping up and down one and all the cheer at the end. It's so terrific that the other younger boys of Waverley College are all there with their phones out filming that, and that inspires them to one day, geez, I'd like to do the custard by myself. You know, that, that's what I love to see. But on the weekend, there was obviously it was a trial match, and there wasn't a great deal of boys there, but there was a few, and they all stood around and just loved that custard pie. Half of them wouldn't even know what it means, but we must tell them that. Yeah, I think you're going to have to be the man that tells them that because you've uh, tasted the custard pie itself, Scotty. One of the things I loved is the culture at Waverley at uh, you know at present and. And even from back when I went there in 90, I don't think it's changed. And you can tell me that, you know, you finished 10 years earlier than I did. But running out in that tunnel, the way we made Riverview wait, they're out in the middle and we were just waiting. You'd hear our boys in the dressing room. You could hear the rumble in the dressing room. You could see parents sort of getting a, you know, it was just like a, a movie. It just took you on a journey. You know, there was ups and downs, peaks and troughs. And then all of a sudden the tunnel's getting angry and they're clapping. And you're running through that. You just want to run through a brick wall, don't you? Yeah, look, it was uh, it was again on the, the weekend, as you say, it was there, and I remember it back in the day. Just that nervousness and the anticipation of representing uh, your school with the double V, and yeah, coming out of those sheds uh, with, with your chest uh, pumping. You know, it was just such a great feeling representing the school, and there's nothing like it. I don't think. I don't think I've ever experienced anything much like it in my footy days after school. You know, that, that was the peak for me, really, uh, of that in, that intensity and that feeling because there was such school spirit and it's still going on today, which I love. You know, Waverley College has got great school spirit. It, uh, it and, really uh, does. And I always, always tell a story that when you're in a circle, folks, um, later in life, you know, the, the students of today will work this out in 10 years' time. When you're standing in a circle and someone says, I went to Scott, so I went to Cranbrook, I went to Review. And then someone says, I went to Waverley College, and everybody in the circle takes a little half step back, <laughs> just in preparation. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they know what's coming. Now, Scotty, down on the sidelines at many first games, a former first 15 uh, players, some of them don't fit their jerseys and still try to do it, namely Dion Couch. I'm outing him, and I've asked Dion not to body paint his jersey on from class of 1990. Do you still have yours? Does it fit? Uh, look, it doesn't really fit. No, I was about 85 kilos when I was playing, and um, I'm probably just uh, pushing the 100 mark at the moment. So I do, yes, I do have them. Uh, and uh, well, I've actually just talked about on the weekend that we might get a um, get my brother down. He lives up in the bush, and we might get the four of us uh, squeezing into a, into a jersey each, uh, the four of us, and get a photo of uh, the four men in their jersey. So that'd be uh, that'd be a wonderful photo. But I do have them, of course. 
but no, they're, they're uh, ornamental at the moment. I've got to tell you, Scotty, one thing that I think the college would love, to, and we're going to talk to him about this, I think that's one of the greatest photos of the college, to have four generations of Waverlian to go through. We know we love our rugby culture. doesn't define the school because, you know, where there's, there's swimmers and athletes and there's academ- academics and there's people that, you know, are into all our co-curricular activities, cadets under, uh, you know, yep. Major General Peter Frost, as I like to call him. Um, you know, yeah, the, the yeah. diversity is amazing. But to have four generations of First 15, that contribution is incredible. Yeah, look, it's great, mate. And, uh, you know, we're just very lucky to be uh, to be to be there and do it. We're so lucky to go to Waverley College, I think. Uh, I've always said a million times over that you go to you go to school with the, um, you know, the Garbo son and the High Court judge's son. Yep. And uh, that's what I loved about Waverley College. My, my best mate was Andrew Romero. His old man had a, uh, a lawn mowing run. My other best mate was uh, the great Vincent Pirelli. Uh, his dad owned, uh, mum and dad owned a fruit shop. And then another bloke, Paul Carroll, his dad was a buddy barrister. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, that, that's, the, that's the great the diversity of Waverley College that, you, that yeah. we get. And that's what I love about it. I had the exact same experience. Now, talking about great contributions to the college, one little ditty is your mother started the Mothers Club at Waverley, and I think that's just significant. And it's not often spoken of the great contribution of all of our mums and the women behind the college. They're the unsung heroes driving everyone there. They're giving us a cuddle when we get in trouble at school. They're writing us notes for our homework and, uh, you know, all these sort of things. They're preparing lunches. They're doing amazing things after games and cooking delicacies. Mate, the Mothers Club, big, big institution. Oh, look, the mums are obviously the most important part of a boy's life, I think. Yeah, you know, dads are always there, being the, being the rough one and the tough one, but the mums are uh, extremely significant in our lives, and we know that, and we uh, we always appreciate our mums. And the Mothers Club uh, and all the mothers that have gone through over the years have, have done an incredible job at the college. They're a big part of it. It's like the CWA of the, of the school, isn't it? It's like the Country Women's Association. What those women are to the bush, sure is. the Mother's Club is to Waverley College. And my mum and, and a woman named Mary Dufray, uh, and a few other women, of course, they started the Mother's Club, I think it was way back in like 1971 or something like that, or yeah. even earlier. Uh, and um, and I think Mari was the first president. My mum was the vice president, and then mum was the president the following year. Mum's 83, 84, still going, and she comes up and watches the footy and sits up with brother Murph up there because they're very good old friends, Murph and my mum. So uh, she, she comes to the game and sits up on the top veranda. Yeah, wow. Now, Scotty, um, you were talking about the barn dance on the weekend. You, you mentioned that in passing. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, look, I think the college had some great traditions back in the day. We had the big uh, fairs that my mum and dad used to uh, be very much involved in with, the, you know, the chocolate wheel and, the, and the, you know, you know, the hoopla and all that sort of thing. They'd take over the whole school around near the pool there. And, uh, and then another time uh, we did a few of these back in the day and it was called the barn dance. And you started off at the college on a Sunday at about uh, – or, a, yeah, Sunday – at about uh, you know eight o'clock in the morning, and you had about fifty questions on a piece of paper, and uh, you, you had to like find out what year was Ramrick Racecourse built. So you had to drive to Ramrick Racecourse, get the date off the gates, uh, and then and then jump back in the car and drive. And the first one back to the, the barn dance was on at Windsor in a shearing shed, and uh, and there was hundreds of families in the cars, and we. And, you know, we'd, uh, we'd get there and then they'd tick off all the questions and whoever got there first with the right, the most amount of questions right, won the day and then they'd have a big band on in the shearing shed and there'd be a huge barn dance. It went till 11 o'clock at night and everyone had picnics and it was a fundraiser, but we did it a few times and uh, they were just terrific times, a real community, 
um, real get together and all the, the famous families of, of Waverley College in those days, the Kellys and and uh, you know the uh, us Cams and, uh, and uh, there were so many people that were involved. Big more huts and back in those days. Ah, the big more huts from the famous real estate yeah, family. Scotty, who was yeah, the best dancer? Right, yeah. Let's who was the best barn dancer? Well, I think I might have been cutting a rug back in those days, man. I don't dance much these days, but back then there were some, you know, sisters of uh, some of these uh, blokes. I reckon I might have been uh, not even in the barn dance days. I might have even been at Waverley then. I was, uh, I was getting ready to go to Waverley College, so I might have been in about fourth class. So I might have been dancing with one of the sisters. Uh, but well, you'd be pleased to know, Scotty, that uh, the blue and gold ball is making a comeback this year. So he'll uh, be there, mate. He'll be there. Absolutely. Yes. Well, right. we're trying to get these traditions back into the calendar. So, Hang on. What about the Waverley College Sporting Greats event on the 5th of May? Scotty will be there as well if he's not filming somewhere because he's a big supporter of a sports lunch and he's got the great Stephen Hoyles. He's a big rugby man. Owen Mellon Finnegan. I mean, some big yes. names. Jeremy Roth. Big names have come out of this college. Um, Matthew Burks and uh, Brad Burks and, and people like that. There's been some great, incredible sports. But the other thing we used to do was the father-son sportsman's night. Oh, Yes. In the hall, that was a great time too. We uh, there were some great memories from that. You'd go there with your dad and get a lot of autographs and cricketers and and uh, Stan McCabe, I think, used to come and and people like that. It was terrific. Uh, I mean, the college is still doing terrific things like that today. And but back in the day, it was probably a little bit more simpler. And it was a uh, and uh, you know we we used to do different things. But nowadays, we've got great cocktail party and all those sort of things. Are great great events that we go to. I love those. Yeah, now, Scotty, we don't want to be cliched on tonight's uh, show for the Wavelength podcast and talk to you about everyone knows your uh, rise to fame and, you know, you're a great character, Australia on TV. You know, you've won a gold leg and made a bottle opener out of it, which only a Waverlian would do. Um, you know, we know <laughs> your love of the Sydney Roosters, uh, you know, which is in your community and it's fantastic. But the one thing I noted is, mate, you're such a great dad and a family man and uh, nothing's better than seeing you on the sidelines down there. So we want to thank you so much for coming on to the Wavelength Podcast. We look forward to seeing you down at Queen's Park. For those big Scotty Cam fans, you can see him on a Saturday on a home game. So if you want to get your autographs, you can do it. But he's down there as a dad cheering on son Billy. We want to thank you so much. They're just some golden memories for the Wavelength Podcast. Good on you guys, and thank you. What a terrific idea to, to do this Waverley College Podcast. I love the school. I'll always love the school. And and um, I would never have thought of sending my children to anywhere else, my boys. And uh, they're going to—they get a great education out of it, but also they get a great grounding for life. That's what the great thing about the college of knowledge is. It's beautiful. Good yeah. on you, boys. Thank you. Thanks so much thank for you your time, Scott. Scotty. Well, what a great bloke, Yags. I mean, you know, he's had so much success. But really, when you break it down, he is just a father. He's a Waverlian. He's a community member. And he's a tradesman. And you know what? He's had success on TV and everything else. He's never changed. Very grounded man and uh, you know, sometimes jumps behind the barbie there for the rugby supporters yeah. club. You know, and that's the culture we have at Waverley and in particular, you know, I know he's a member of the rugby club. But uh, you've been listening to the Wavelength Podcast with Scotty Cam, Michael Yeager and Craig Bushmarkham. We're with Daniel Karianis, uh, who was the college captain in 2003, which was the centenary year for the college. Uh, g'day, Daniel. Hi, hi. How are you? Thanks for having me today. Our Thank- pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Daniel. Not only that, you uh, you were the SEO of cadets, and uh, you're also, as Michael mentioned, uh, a doctor of medicine. So can we kick off by asking, uh, you, you know, you kicked off your Waverley College journey in, in class of 1997. Can you just put a bit of a framework of how Waverley College was for you? Uh, yeah, look, um, yeah, I came to Waverley in 97, so in, um, in high school, I hadn't gone to the junior school, so it was all a big, um, a big, uh, new thing for me. Um, and, uh, look, Waverley was always very welcoming from the very start. Um, very supportive teachers, 
um, had a really good start and uh, went through my junior years uh, up into my senior years and, um, yeah, got involved in a lot of the school's co-curricular activity, extracurricular activities, which were fantastic. Yeah, and then uh, culminated in uh, the senior years. I was captain, as you mentioned, and SUO of the cadet unit and um, and then went on to my further university studies. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, I had, a, I had a brilliant time at Waverley. So, Daniel, with, with, with the cadets, I know uh, my, my, my son, Charlie's just come back from year eight cadet camp and yep. uh, yeah, had a great time and is seriously considering uh, doing it uh, further, which, which is great. What was cadets like for you uh, as the SUO? Um, and also uh, tell us about uh, Major Peter Frost. Oh, look, um, cadets, I can undoubtedly say, was one of the, um, is one of the greatest assets of Waverley College um, Certainly helped me develop many life skills, which I carry through to this day. Um, and I can't speak highly enough of um, how Peter Frost has, uh, you know, conducted the unit over the number of, number of years that he's um, kindly been uh, commanding officer. So, so when I started, I um, was able to rise through the ranks and um, really learnt a lot about leadership, about myself, about mateship. Um, about discipline and um, about communication and uh, all of those are essential skills in life today and look, I, I was very honoured to um, be given the title of SUO in um, in my final year and um, was able to lead the unit in, uh, in um, the centenary year of the college. And Daniel, perhaps uh, some serendipity in, in 2003, the centenary year, there were, there were some big events and one in particular at Darling Harbour where... Uh, Peter Cosgrove was, was, was the guest of honour. That, that must have been special. It certainly was. Um, such a great man, such a humble man, um, who obviously has such a high profile in Australia, uh, both in the military sense and in the government. And, um, yeah, I remember meeting him when I was, uh, when I was in year 12 and um, I was just uh, astounded by what a friendly, humble, down-to-earth guy he was. And, um, yeah, definitely the, the college... Um, as an asset in that gentleman there, um, uh, being an old boy of the college. Daniel, did you ever think with, uh, you know, the influence of Peter Frost, your love of cadets, the fact that you're the SEO, and then uh, our Major Major General Peter Cosgrove, the honorary, uh, was such a great bloke, you might go into the military and uh, serve as a doctor in the military. Did it ever cross your mind? Yeah, look, I, I did think about that for a little while, and um, uh, there's cert- certainly a lot of advantages to um, training through the military and serving in the military. Um Unfortunately, a lot of a lot of things sort of got in the way, and um, with family based in Sydney and uh, and that sort of thing, I, I ended up never never pursuing that. And I've got established practice now in um, uh, the Prince of Wales and Sydney children. So um, yeah, that's always something that that I did think I did think about at the start, but uh, never came to fruition. But yeah, look, I've got colleagues who I work with who are uh, doctors in the Army Reserve, and they they love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd encourage people to do it if they have the chance. Yeah, we've got a couple of other Waverlians, and I love this part about Waverly. There's a few guys that used to watch, watch MASH and thought they'd like to be oh, doctors yeah. too, but they didn't get past the, uh, the examination or get the marks. And that's what I love about the college. There's so much diversity. I mean, you know, you're the real deal there. Can you tell us uh, your specialty and your field, uh, Prince of Wales? So I, um, I specialise in anaesthesia and um, uh, both in adults and paediatrics. Um, working for the adult and the children's hospital, um, which essentially involves um, a variety of uh, areas, um, mostly putting people to sleep for surgery and um, keeping their uh, vital functions um, functioning, um, 
uh, through that process, as well as being involved in intensive care and critical care of um, very ill patients in the hospital. So, Daniel, um, we've had a bit of a chat about your time at the college and, and what you're doing now. We'd like to take uh, our, our guests uh, through a couple of quick questions. So, um, your favourite subject? Uh, ancient history. Um, definitely was uh, one of my favourites. Um, I was fortunate to be taught by... Um, uh, Mr. Brian Seedy, who's uh, since oh, retired. And, I'll just um, the fight. <laughs> what a legend. legend of a man. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, that answers our second question, which is memorable teacher. So we'll take yeah. that as uh, Brian Sheedy. Um, you, yeah. you're, the, man, the man maker. The man maker. Uh, your, um, right. your favourite co-curricular activity, would that have been cadets? Yeah, I'd, I'd say cadets would be the top there. I was also involved in debating, which was which was fun. Uh, helped a lot with my public speaking. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think... Cadets would definitely take the cake okay. uh, for that one. And what, what house were you in? Uh, I was in a Lacey house. Uh, the mighty Lacey. And finally, uh, best mate or memorable mate from you know, your, your time at the college? Probably say um, uh, my best mate and uh, one that I still keep in touch with is uh, Salvatore Riola. He's, uh, he's actually involved in the old, old boys' union still. He is, and he was, he was the uh, prefect he- of Sodality. He was the prefect of Sodality, and um, yeah, we still keep in touch, and uh, we had many, um, many good years together at the college and in the cadet unit as well. Well, we've had many great, wonderful cultural experiences at Waverley, and when the Greeks and the Italians get together like you two, and we produce doctors and uh, prefects of Sodality, we just know it's just a great college to go to. So for all those people out there that are listening to this, they're unsure where to send their kids send them up to the College of Knowledge and, of course, they might come out anaesthetists, I can't even say it, anaesthetists, doctors, we've got rugby players, we've got it all. So, Dr. Daniel, we want to thank you so much for spending time on our podcast. We're actually going to uh, invite you to our blue and gold ball later on the year and, of course, right our uh, sporting uh, sporting greats evening on the 5th of May. We're going to send an invitation out to you express and we hope that you get right behind our functions and events and we really want to thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Look, I'm always um, always uh, honoured to be involved in and invited to college events. So I've definitely got a uh, soft spot uh, for Waverley, and you know Waverley set me up for life. So um, can't thank Waverley enough for that. Yeah, we really appreciate your Thanks, time. Thanks, Daniel. All the best. Well, there you have it. What a great man, Yags, and just goes to show you the diversity at the college. And you know, we've had uh, so many range of different people come through over the years, and we talked about you know high court judges, and we had politicians, and we had guys that have been. Uh, you know, through the uh, Her Majesty's uh, service in Parramatta. And uh, they all talked about cadets and they all talked about the amazing um, influence it had on Waverley College life. So, great story. Welcome back to the Wavelength Podcast. And we've had two great guests on tonight, uh, Yags and Dr. Daniel Karianis and, of course, Scotty Cam. We have, and uh, that's that's a throwback to the centenary year with uh, Daniel Karianis and uh, back to the 80s with Scotty Cam. Wonder if he had long hair or like a ponytail or one of those eighties sort of shimmery hairstyles. I forgot to ask that. Well, anyone can go to the uh, old boys website and look up previous annuals in PDF and uh, take a look for themselves. Well, bringing the college into the present, uh, we're going to talk to the lovely Rebecca Curran, of course, who is the development and fundraising manager at the college, and uh, reasonably new in her role. Rebecca, welcome into our studios at Radio Hub, and welcome to the Wavelength Podcast. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Rebecca, just tell us a little bit about the work you do within the college and developing concept ideas and, and the support you do behind the fundraising. Basically, my the main aim of my role is to build community within the college. I know that um, – so that's basically bringing all the, the facets of the community together. So it's uh, old boys, it's current students, past students, as I said, 
and current and past parents, uh, staff. So just sort of creating opportunities for, for those people to engage back with the college. Also, there's the fundraising element. So, you know, we're building a, um, we're future-proofing the school basically against any sort of financial uncertainty, especially with, um, you know, government funding being as uncertain as it is. Uh, so we're just ensuring that we are creating um, a legacy that, you know, will see us through to the future for future sure. students. Yeah. Got some wonderful events coming up this year, speaking of that and uh, keeping that community together. Uh, we note the first one on the 5th of May is the Waverley College Sporting Greats event. Yes. Uh, and you've got three great names, uh, you know, over, across a few generations. You've got Stephen Hoyles, of course, uh, Wallabies, Owen Finnegan in rugby and the Wallabies, and uh, Jeremy Roth, who is a uh, middle distance runner. So it's a nice mix. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the premise behind that was, um, you know, obviously bringing the old boys back to the college, um, giving sort of, especially the younger old boys, something, uh, a forum, you know, within which they can actually come to the college, uh, catch up with their um, their classmates, uh, you know, also networking with older old boys as well. You know, seeing that, you know, that some of these guys have achieved great things um, and then, you know, just having a really sort of casual get together, um, but also seeing what's happened at the college since they've left, you know, yeah. some of them haven't seen. Um, so the, the event itself is in the gym, um, which is new, and it's it's in the Cosgrove Centre named after um, our Governor General. His Excellency. His Excellency. Thank sorry. you. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, giving them an opportunity to see the great things that the college has done since they've left. Yeah. And rolling on from that success uh, in, in the gym where, where we held the Parents Association cocktail party. Yep. That oh, was wow. Great plug. Amazing night. So uh, <laughs> later in the year on the 18th of August, the Blue and Gold Ball, which will also be held in, in, the, in, in that the gym. Same, yeah, in that same gym. Um, so I think so. basically with the Blue and Gold Ball, the history of that is that it started in 1911. It went to 1977 um, and it was the, the point of that was fundraising for the college to build these amaz- amazing buildings. Um, a lot of the buildings at the college, you know, are there because of families and, and communities that are actually putting funds into the school to of do course. that. So we're bringing this gold, a blue and gold ball back for that very reason. Um, it's also just going to be a great night for everyone to get together and also not only just current um, families coming along but also old boys coming along as well and, and reconnecting. A lot of our parents um, are old boys as well, uh, you know, grandparents. So it's sort of bringing everyone together and I think that's, that can only be a good thing. And I, I imagine a lot of people haven't seen a lot of the new facilities on the back of the recent capital appeal and and building works. That's right. What are the plans for the future from here? Well, at the moment, we're in the uh, development phase of developing the the next stage of the master plan. So we've obviously seen the Cosgrove Centre open last year and that um, holds the TAS Centre, which is the uh, Technology and Applied Studies uh, Centre. So that's woodworking and uh, design studios. Hospitality. Hospitality. So there's a commercial kitchen and a domestic kitchen. It's state-of-the-art. I've had some foodies in there that have actually looked at it and and they're really keen to kind of use that space sort of externally. So for, you know, some... um, so for cooking classes and things like that. And then it's obviously got the gym there as well. So, uh, I guess the focus would be on uh, ensuring that the wellbeing centre um, and the, re- the resource centre is actually upgraded. Um, and it's just tying actually all the buildings together in a really sort of modern way. 
um, creating sort of uh, learning spaces for the students that um, enhance learning. Um, so opening up all those classrooms that face onto the centenary quad. Um, so we just want to make it sort of more welcoming. Like the backyard open. of the people from my big fat Greek wedding, you mean? Exactly. Yeah, That's less the one, concrete. yeah. <laughs> and, and anyone driving past the college these days can see how they've opened up that uh, that main office area. It's all glass and, and, and yeah. look through and it's modernised. It's modernised and I think that what has really been a great thing is that the uh, the head of college, Graham Letty, and the deputy head of college, um, they're both acting, so Pat Brennan, their offices face onto the centenary quad, which is where all the, the senior school students are um, for recess and lunch. It's sort of created a really good sort of vibe in that they – it's not like that they feel like they're being watched. It, they feel like they can actually just drop in and say hi to these people. And, mm. and it's very transparent, stuff. isn't it? It's really and transparent. It makes them more approachable and, and um, comforting. It is comforting, absolutely. Yep. And they've got their the health centre there as well. So we now have a nurse. Um, so again, she's facing onto the quad. So, you know, it, it just makes everyone sort of interconnected. It, it's, yeah, it's connecting everyone within the school. Yeah. And speaking of connection, um, how do we get tickets and information on the blue and gold? So you can head to the Waverley College website um, and there's information there on the website about the Blue and Gold Ball. Uh, Tickets will be on sale, um, I'm hoping, by sort of uh, probably the beginning of May. Um, So we'll send out, obviously, communications to old boys um, as well as current and past families. Um, And, you know, we'll get the ball rolling from there. And we've got about a month out for the uh, sporting evening, so yep. tickets for that can be available so at the, it's the same a fr- place. So it's, it's actually a free event. Um, if you go onto the Waverley College Old Boys Facebook page, um, there's an event listing there. You can actually go on there. You register. Um, it's all on the event listing. Uh, drinks available on the night, um, so nothing is for free, but the, yeah, drinks are available and we'll, we'll put the food on. Yep. Well, there you have it, uh, Rebecca. Thanks so much for spending time with us on the Wavelength podcast and uh, two great events and some great initiatives for the college and it's great that we keep pressing forward in this modern world that we live Absolutely. in. Absolutely. It's fantastic. You know, th- these new facilities, you know, um, the, the current students are the beneficiaries of that, but now that the whole school can be fit into the gym you know, with the inclement weather we've had of late, just shows you how valuable a resource that has, uh, has become. And, and with the changes in technology. I mean, that old gym was outstanding, but guess what? You know, when they dumped that, it was a sad day for us. I cannot believe the new gym. It's it's amazing. So three D printers in that that Taz building, three D printers and lots of them. Wow, you might be able to get a uh, a bust of yourself down at Queens Park for all the contributions you did in your days at First Fifteen and the fact you live across the road. You're listening to the Wavelength Podcast. Well, Yags, uh, I can tell you that's it's sad for me to say what a great Wavelength Podcast we've had some doozies over our time, but one of my favourites, I think. Yeah, we had Daniel Carianis, class of uh, 2003. Dr. Daniel, I don't like to correct you all the time, but it seems a pattern here. And then Scotty Cam, who isn't a doctor, but who has won a gold Logie. And turned it into a bottle opener. And then Rebecca Curran, now uh, development and uh, fundraising manager at the college, uh, doing some wonderful things this year. Insightful, informative and high octane, if I may. And I would throw a challenge out to uh, the old boys out there to organise tables for uh, the blue and gold ball, get get your, your various class groups and year groups together. It's going to be a great uh, event. And, of course, the sportsman lunch uh, before that in May. Yeah, look, I think, as you said and as Rebecca said in her interview, if each Waverlian rings his best mate and says, I'm going to this ball, I'm going to this sports dinner, and we go along and then he rings someone else, that's how it gets out there. That's how the network works. And before you know it, there's a table of uh, 10 former Waverlians and we're all having a great time. And you find the people you haven't seen in years... What a great opportunity to catch up, reminisce, 
look at the new facilities, and most importantly, raise funds so our sons and grandsons can be the beneficiaries of all the hard work. So go to the old boys' uh, Facebook page for information on on tickets, and uh, we uh, we look forward to the next episode coming up. And looking forward to seeing a 3D print of you at Queen's Park. You're on the Wavelength Podcast with Michael Yeager, Class of 91, and Craig Bushmarkham, Class of 1990.